Thank you for listening to Christian Family Church Podcast. Here at CFC, our mission is to live and communicate the power of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to the world around us. From wherever you're listening, we hope you'll be encouraged by this week's message. God, we thank you so much for your amazing love for us. We thank you, Lord, that you are the answer that we need. You are the answer for the world, God. And Lord, there is nothing else, no one else that will ever heal us, who will deal with sin how you have dealt with sin. And we just want to say thank you today, Lord, for your amazing, amazing love for us. God, for every person who's a part of this service, in their bedroom, in their lounge room, in their family room, wherever they are today, Lord God, we just give you thanks for you, our Saviour. We just thank you so much, God, for what you have done for us, what you accomplished for us upon the cross, and you said, it is finished. As Ty reminded us a little earlier, Lord, we just thank you that we are set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. Through your death and resurrection, we have life. And we want to just praise you and thank you today as we come together um, Lord, I just thank you for speaking to our hearts and encouraging each and every person today, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. It is so good to be back with you this morning. I've got to say, it's so weird this morning as I'm worshipping, I'm just walking around the chairs and I'm seeing the faces that normally sit on different chairs. And I mean, we don't have chairs that anyone owns, but... Um, we have a familiar spot, don't we? Let's be honest. And maybe even if you look around, if you're with other people this morning, uh, maybe in the lounge room, you all have your own special seats. It's often the same at church. And I was just praying for you this morning as I'm looking at the seats and thinking of different people. And it's, it's so good to be with you this morning. It's been an amazing adventure the last few months. Um, and be, before I get into the Word, there's a couple of things I wanted to do this morning. And uh, the first one is to say thank you. Thank you for choosing to continue to connect through not just one lockdown, but two or three. And this is the fourth lockdown since we left. I can't believe it. Um, But thank you so much to everyone who's continued to connect with each other, who've who've served and helped others in different ways. And thank you so much to our team, um, to to Matt and Sam who are in the room and, and uh, Beck and Beck and Luke and Mike and uh, all the other guys that have been helping make our services happen, but not just our services on Sunday. That's just one part of the, the life of the church, uh, life groups and other ministries and different things and just calling each other and, and getting in touch and encouraging each other. I want to say thank you so much. Uh, the second thing I wanted to do um, Sorry, before I say that, uh, apologies this morning if I get a little tongue-tied or lost, because I feel totally out of practice, which I think is a good thing. <laughs> um, just really excited about over the next couple of weeks, and even already just catch up with different ones, and uh, just kind of finding out what's been happening, and seeing how things have been happening. Even this morning I said, saying to these guys, how do we do this again, or what happens then, or how do you make this work? Um, but just finding out what's been happening and kind of assessing what is it that God's wanting me to do as I come back. I know there's different people been doing different things and uh, I want to I trust God and see where he's leading us as a church that 
Uh, I don't just want to come back and do all the things I was doing before, but to really be who God wants for me to be, to release people to be who God's made you to be, and to care for more people, to reach more people, to see more people influenced by the love of God through us. Amen? Sounds good. Uh, The second thing I wanted to do was introduce myself. My name is Andrew, and I am the pastor here at the CFC, Christian Family Church, and uh, we've been away on long service leave for three months now, and if you've uh, started coming to CFC or you've joined the live stream for the first time today, and you're going, who is this guy? It's great to be with you. We have six kids, and yes, traveling 10,000 kilometers with six kids and a little camper trailer caravan thing is a big adventure. People say, how was your holiday? And I say, it was an amazing experience. And all of our household at home said, amen. (laughs) I just want to say thank you so much for praying for us. We had an amazing time, and I don't want to rub it in at all, but um, we had three months um, without any COVID interruptions, no one, not one border was um, blocked when we got there. It was days before it was, and then it opened up just for us to come through. Uh, there was not a single day. Sorry, there was a single day uh, in Jarvis Bay. We thought we'd got COVID and we had to get tested, but uh, we had to self-isolate in Smoky Cape, which wasn't too bad. Um, thank you for praying for us. It was an amazing time. And I will share some stories. These are a couple of photos. There's us at Uluru. Uh, that was good fun. Rode our bikes around there the next day. Oh, that, was it that day? The next day, anyway. Another one at the Wit Sundays I think we've got here. Yeah, and everyone goes, oh, sorry to do that to you. Um, oh, it looks nice. I think it was about 32 degrees somewhere in there. <laughs> anyway, we should pray. Um, amen? Yeah, thank you, Lord. God, we just thank you so much that wherever we are, that you are God over all things, that you created us, you know us, and God, you're able to lead us, you're able to help us and lead us into the life that you want for us. God, we just thank you for lifting up every person today. Lord, for anyone who's been feeling overwhelmed or just totally isolated, Lord, that you would just bring a sense of togetherness with your spirit and with one another this morning, Lord. Thank you, God, for your comfort, your encouragement. Lord, just to breathe into the hearts of every single person tuning in today. Just thank you, Lord, for your presence with each one. And just thank you, Lord, for speaking to each person's heart this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, I'm not going to share a a super deep theological message uh, with you, but I want to share something that's been on my heart for a couple of months now. And uh, I just pray that it's an encouragement for you this morning. The title of my message is, I choose, and then it's blank. Um, we're going to fill in the blank afterwards, but hang on. I choose, left to right, right to left, I can't remember. Anyway, I choose blank. We'll fill in the blank a little later. Let's open our Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Hopefully you've got your Bible there with you. I encourage you to have your Bible with you in church, whether you're in church online or in the room. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 11. This has been a passage that's been on my heart for about two months now. And uh, it's, yeah, I'll I'll read it and then I'll share that. (laughs) Verse 11, it says this, This command I'm giving you today is not too difficult for you to understand, and it is not beyond your reach. It is not kept in heaven so distant that you must ask, who will go up to heaven and bring it down so we can hear and obey? It is not kept beyond the sea so far away that you must ask, who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear and obey? 
No, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and it is in your heart so that you can obey it. Now listen, today I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep his commands, decrees and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply and the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to enter and occupy. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Today, I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abram, Isaac and Jacob. This passage has been on my heart, as I said, for about two months and it was at Ellie Beach, um, on the beach, and uh, we'd had about eight, seven or eight weeks away, and the kids were playing down on the beach. I think we've got a photo of Ellie Beach there, the kids playing and holding a crab maybe, um, and uh, there's Joseph holding, oh, getting bitten by a crab, I think, actually. And the kids were playing, and we'd had a few weeks away, and I think it had taken till that point for me to really stop and be able to just, just chat with Rochelle, and we were just like, it just felt a freedom in God to ask the question, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And to be honest, it was a question that I, I felt like in that moment, it was a question I, I hadn't fully asked myself for about 15 years. The last time I think I asked myself that question was around the time before I got married. It was, I was training as a cyclist and being a, a youth pastor here. And it was a time in my life where I kind of said, am I going to move to Melbourne and become a full-time, trying to be a professional athlete, or am I going to give up the cycling and choose to do ministry full time. And at that point in my life, I made a choice. But I want to ask you this morning, I wonder when the last time you asked yourself, you ask yourself that question, what do I want to do? Maybe it was this morning. Maybe you thought, am I going to watch church online? Am I going to join in and be a part of it? Or am I going to go on my lawn? Maybe None of you are thinking that, I'm sure, no. Maybe you think you would go to Lawn. Oh, no, sorry, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> unless you live near Lawn, of course. Um, maybe you asked that question just this week, thinking, what am, I, what am I doing with my life? What do I want to do? Maybe it was last year. Or maybe for some of us, it's been 5, 10, 15, 20, 40, 50 years since you've truly asked yourself, what do I want to do? Or maybe you've just feel, you've felt like the last 20 years that you don't have a choice. Maybe you feel like, what's the point in asking that question? I'm, I'm doing this, I'm stuck, I've just got to do this. But on the beach, at Ellie Beach, I just felt a freedom in God to say, if I could do anything, what would I do? And I know some of you were praying, God, please make Andrew come back again. And, but to be honest, as we went away, I, I really felt in God a, a freedom to say, God, wherever you want to send us, we will go. And... Different places we went, different churches, and there was one church we went to that they, their pastor had just left and they didn't have a pastor. And I'm saying, well, God, I hadn't planned on this place, but if you're speaking, 
And he's saying, did he, Andrew? Did he? <laughs> what do I want to do? As I said, maybe you don't feel like you have a choice. While we're away, we listen to quite a few audio books as you drive 10,000 kilometres. You have a bit of time to sit in the car and listen to things. And one of the books I was listening to was, um, it was just one on the, the top 20 sellers or whatever on Audible. And uh, it's by Eddie Jaku. It's called The Happiest Man on Earth. And I don't know if you've seen it or not. Uh, it's not a Christian guy, but um, it's written by a 100-year-old man who lives in Australia who was a Holocaust survivor. And I've got to say, from the different audiobooks I listened to, some of them have just got me excited and all bouncy. But I tell you what, listening to that book did not make me feel bouncy and excited. It was a real... Uh, I'll tell you what, if you ever travel around Australia and, you know, there's moments where you feel like it's a little bit difficult, you're living out of a bag. Um, I had a little suitcase that's about this big, I lived in it for three months and if, if everything feels a bit dirty and, you, and if you're starting to get down on that trip, just start to listen to a book by a Holocaust survivor and it kind of puts things in perspective. And there's moments where I've got to be honest, I was almost in tears just driving the car and... and different things he said about the horrific experiences they had. And I'm not going to go into any detail, but there's one thing he said that just resonated with the thoughts God was putting in my heart from Ely Beach right across through Tennant Creek and, and down around as we travelled. It just, it just was a, like a light bulb moment. And it, it, his, his statement was this, his attitude is always a choice. If you know the title, Happiest Man on Earth, Attitude is Always a Choice, you get the feeling of what he was talking about there. And church, you know, we all have a choice. We have so many choices every single day. Even in lockdown, we have a choice. We have a choice about how we're going to approach things, how we're going to respond to things, how we speak about things, how we speak to each other. We all have a choice. We have choices every single day. As I was thinking about these things, it reminded me of the passage in Mark chapter 10, verse 51, where Jesus comes up to the blind beggar on the side of the road, blind Bartimaeus. And he says to, to blind Bartimaeus, Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? Because you see, God in human form, Jesus Christ came to this earth and he was willing to stop and ask the blind beggar by the side of the road that we don't even know his name other than he was the son of Timaeus, Bar Timaeus. He stopped and said, what do you want me to do for you? And I believe God wants you to pause and ask that same question. What do I want? Here in Deuteronomy, we see Moses asking the people to choose between life and death, between blessings and curses, between prosperity and disaster. And how are they meant to make this choice? It says in verse 20, chapter 30, verse 20, it says, By loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. That's how you choose life. That's how you choose prosperity. That's how you choose blessing over curses, is to love the Lord your God and obey and commit yourself fully to Him. Because He knows you. He understands how you are created to be. You know, as you travel around Australia, sometimes you don't have all of the things that you uh, would like to have. Like when you've lost the second hammer again. Um, no blame on anyone, kids. Um, but you've lost the hammer and you're using whatever instrument you can find to bang tent pegs in. You damage things fairly quickly. 
And God hasn't made us to be a hammer. He hasn't made us to be anything else than who He's commanded us to be. He knows how He's designed us. And life is to know Him. It's to love Him. It's to follow His commands. I run in the path of your command, for you have set my heart free. In reality, the whole book of Deuteronomy is reminding the people of God's laws, his, his, what He's done and explaining the choice they have and also God's grace towards them. Because church, God has chosen to offer us His grace. The God of the Old Testament is the same God as the New Testament. He is a gracious God. In Deuteronomy 4 verse 31, it says, uh, I think we've got the verse up there, I think, yep, for the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not abandon you or destroy you or forget you. The solemn covenant... He will not forget the solemn covenant. Uh, I'm going to totally read that one. <laughs> he made with your ancestors. He's a merciful God. He will not abandon you. He will not destroy you. And He will not forget you. He is a good God. And He has chosen to offer us His grace. And we know now that through Jesus Christ that we have forgiveness of our sins, that we can have eternal life. And then there's this, this central moment in Deuteronomy in chapter 6 called the Shema. In chapter 6, verse 4 and 5, it says, Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. It's not just saying, yeah, listen to this and say, yep, we'll do it, and then just go about the rest of your life. He's saying, listen to this, choose today, respond to this, obey this command, love God. And that means choosing to love one another serving each other above our own desires in all that we do, all that we think, and all that we say. And today, just as Moses spoke to the people of Israel, just as he spoke to me on the beach at Ellie Beach, and I've got to be honest, where when you're standing on the beach in Ellie Beach and God asks, what do you want to do? It's pretty tempting to just say, I think I'll stay here, thanks God. <laughs> But I believe God wants to ask you today, what do you choose? And there's a whole heap more I want to unpack in this theme, and it's, uh, it's going to become a whole series over the next few weeks. But today, I want to ask, will you choose faith? Despite what or everything you go through, despite what happens in your life, whether you go through the most horrific situations you can imagine, like uh, Eddie Jacku, or whether you go through lockdowns, whatever happens in your life, will you choose faith? To trust God, the gracious, loving Father in heaven who knows you by name, who knows everything about you, will you put your trust in Him? Or will you try and find comfort and joy and trust in other things? I don't want to just presume that just because you've tuned in today, just because you've come to church for the last 5 or 10, 15 years, or maybe you've been watching online the last 12 months, I don't want to presume that it's a willing decision for you to have faith in God. Because to be honest, we can so easily be obedient on the outside. We can lift our hands in worship. We can do all the things that should be done, that we think should be done. We can be obedient on the outside, but we can be so bitter on the inside. And today, I believe there's a moment when God wants you to say, I choose to do this for the rest of my life. 
I want to make this choice today. I want to make this decision. I choose faith. I choose faith. And if you're wondering, on the beach, when I had that question, it was a, a couple of months of, of asking God and seeking God as to what my answer to that question was. What do I want to do for the rest of my life? And it's not about what I feel God's called me to be or do or anything like that, but I just feel God has given us opportunities to be for His glory. And I want to take every opportunity God gives me. And this is the place where God has given me opportunity to serve His people, to serve Him, to declare His Word. And I want to use every moment of every day to choose faith and to serve Him, to love Him, to love His people and love those who don't yet know Him. I want to turn in the Bible to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. And I want to point out before I read this that this is written to the church. This is written to those who were the people of God. And then in the start of chapter 3, it talks about how he wishes that they were neither, uh, sorry, they are neither hot nor cold. Uh, He wishes that they were one or the other. Then he gets to verse 20. And he says this in Revelation 3 to his people. He says, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Church, I want to encourage you today to choose faith, to open the door to God and say, God, help me. God, lead me. Maybe you've been a Christian for many years or maybe it's been a few months, but I just had the, had the sense this morning that God wanted to speak to some people that you've known God's love, you know who He is, you know what He's done. But to be honest, the door has just been a little closed. And God wants you this morning to choose faith and just to open up that door. And He's not going to come in to, to, to throw things around and, and tell you, you've messed up, you've, you've, you've done the wrong thing, you should have done this and you did that. He says He's going to come in and He's going to share a meal as friends. I just believe this morning that God wants to have us open our heart to Him and say, God, again this morning, I choose faith. For the rest of my life, God, I want to choose to live for You. And it can be just as simple as saying, God, please help me. God, I'm sorry. Attitude is a choice. And faith is a choice. Church, I want to encourage you today to decide, I choose faith. God, I'm going to open my heart to you. God, I'm sorry for the things that I've done. I'm sorry for not opening my heart to you each day. Because you know what? Every day, every single day, God is waiting for us to choose. God is a gentleman, I've heard it said. He never pushes his way in. He just waits for the invitation. Choose faith. Choose to pray in the quiet or in the chaos of the busyness of everyone being isolated at home. Say, God, help me today to choose faith. Choose faith and open his word. And maybe you just want to read a psalm. Maybe you want to open up to Proverbs. Maybe you want to read through Deuteronomy through, as we go through this series. Open up his word. Choose faith. Put on some worship of some songs of praise that will help you lift your eyes to Jesus again and to, to get perspective on life again. As his people, let's choose faith. 
and make our lives about living for our Saviour, about helping people know the amazing love of God through every season that they, that they go through, that we go through, because He is such a good, good God. Let's just pray together now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. God, I thank you so much that you are the head of your church. And Lord, even though that we've been away for three months, God, you have never left anybody. Lord, you've seen them, you know them, you know what they've been through, you know what they're going through today. And God, I just thank you that you have promised to never abandon us, to never leave us. And we, God, we, we just thank you that you are a merciful God. I just pray today that you would help us to open the door of our heart to you, to choose faith, to choose to pray and say, God, help me. God, I'm sorry. God, please lead me. God, help me understand what to do about this thing. We thank you so much, Lord, for your presence with us. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us always. God, I just pray that over this week ahead, that you'd help us to see the moments when we have an opportunity to choose. Opportunity to choose how we react, how we respond. Just the attitude of our heart, moment by moment, day by day. Just thank you, Lord, for in those moments, just helping us to choose faith. And Lord, I just thank you for the joy that will come, even in those moments of realizing we have a choice. I thank you, Lord, for your comfort as people choose faith. I thank you, Lord, for the joy of the Lord to be our strength in this week ahead, Lord. Lord, for anyone this morning who's joining us and they've never made that decision to give their life to you, maybe this morning you've, you've joined in the service and you've understood for the first time what Jesus did on the cross was for you, that you could have life and His commands aren't, aren't, aren't bad, they're not hard, they're not, well, they might be hard sometimes, but <laughs> they are good for you. And you're thinking, I want to know this Jesus, I want to know this God. Just begin to pray and say, God, please forgive me for the things that I've done. Please help me to understand who you are. Help me to surrender my life to you and be led by you every single day. Thank you, Jesus. You know, being a Christian isn't just a label. It's about following Jesus. And we want to read his word. We want to get to know him day by day and follow him as we go through life. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have made that commitment or if you're this morning, you're going through some challenging things and you'd just love to talk to someone about it. Maybe you want to call someone in our pastoral care team and have a chat this morning. Maybe there's a friend you know that uh, just loves God and you want to just chat with that person this morning and, and ask them to pray for you. Just, I want to encourage you to pick up the phone and make that call. Maybe some of you have got Zoom groups and things set up with your life groups this morning. Uh, feel free to do that. And just within the group, just please give each other space in a moment to say, has anyone got anything they want prayer for? Let's be willing to open up our, our heart to one another, to help each other and encourage each other in the journey. It's not always easy. There's always bumps in the road. Things happen. Um, but God is good and He loves you and we love you and we want to be His church. Amen. Amen. You can call the pastoral care team. You can fill in a care card online and uh, help us to care for you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, we're going to finish this service just there and just let you... Um, do what you're going to do this morning. Maybe you're going to uh, go to your room and put on some worship music and just have some more time with God. Maybe you 
got lunch waiting or whatever it is. Um, this is so weird to be back in the room and having empty chairs and uh, you guys have been doing this. I just want to say thank you again and uh, God bless you. God loves you. So do we. Bye for now.